Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this uh, online worship service. We've been talking about building our life on Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. And how do we know that we are really building on Jesus, the chief cornerstone? Let's read it in the book of Ephesians 2, verse 20. He said, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. So in order uh, for us to know that we are really building on Jesus, the chief cornerstone, we got to be building on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And we learned last time, this is how God administered His grace to us. This is how God chose to uh, function through the apostles and prophets in the New Testament to lay uh, this foundation. And uh, in Ephesians 3 verse 2, He says, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. So you see, that is the administration of God's grace to the apostles and prophets by revealing to them the mystery of Christ in this uh, uh, day and age. And uh, it is for us. Paul says, the administration of God's grace that was given to me as an apostle for you. So you see, God is wanting to release His grace to us through the apostle. So, uh, so that's why it's important that we recognize our apostles. This is what we want to talk about uh, tonight. Our apostles. Paul was the apostles to the Ephesians. He said, God has given me the grace for you, to you. Okay, let's look at the book of Peter, 2 Peter 3, verse 2. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy, uh, holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. So Peter recognized that in the Old Testament, God speaks through the prophets. And he wants us to take note of the prophets, uh, the word of the prophets. But in the New Testament, he said God has given command to you through your apostles. So you see the apostles, God has uh, given us apostles and the apostles has their Boundary. You know, Paul said to the Corinthian church when they were questioning him about his uh, authority and, and the way he ministered, he said, Surely I am apostles to you, the Corinthians, because he planted the church. And so you see, the apostles are given boundary. They are, they are given to a specific group of people or churches. 
right? So we need to take note, and that's why I say we need to know who is our apostles, who are those God has sent to us to impart His grace to us. And we need to recognize it. And if we do not recognize them, we are going to miss the grace that God has prepared for us through them. And so uh, uh, that's why it's important that we uh, recognize them. Uh, in, in Luke 19, verse 44, Luke 19, verse 44, they will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. So the Lord Jesus was sent as the apostles to the nation of Israel as a Messiah, as a Savior, as the Son of God. And these people, they did not recognize him. They did not recognize the time of God's coming to them. They did not recognize him. And as a result, they suffered. Right? In this verse, he said they were, they were dashed to the ground and the children uh, within the wall. So when we do not recognize whom God has sent to us, when we do not recognize the visitation of God through his servant, we are going to miss the grace that God has prepared for them. I, I can look into my own life and recognize the apostle that God has sent to me at different seasons. You know, we're not just, I'm not just talking about men who came with a wonderful word that blesses me. I'm talking about men whom God has sent, apostle whom God has sent, who has given the word of God that relate the foundation of my life. That has blessed me so much ever since they have released that word into my life. So different season, you know, depending probably on my needs, God sent man, apostle, to me, or, or, or into my life. And I got to recognize them rather than just taking them for granted and say, hey, good, you know, uh, brother, this, this is a fantastic word. But I recognize that these are the words that really go so deep and, and changes my mindset, changes. It's, it's just like relaying certain foundation that was not right in my life, that was not accurate in my life. And as a result, when I recognize them, I'm so blessed uh, by them. But I noticed that the same man who went to another place. And after he left, well, they, they did not receive the kind of impact that I have as a result of these apostles of mine who has ministered into my life. And uh, Hebrews 3, verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. So we know the Lord Jesus himself is the apostle. 
and the present-day apostles will speak what Jesus want them to speak, right? And 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 will reveal to us what God has revealed to them for us. So recognizing your apostles, we're going to look into the life of Jesus and see how it worked out or how it didn't work out. Gospel of Mark 6, verse 1 and verse 2. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? They asked. What's this wisdom that has been given him that he even does miracle? So can you see Jesus went back to his hometown, Nazareth, and they have heard him doing miracles in other places. And here they are listening to his preaching. They were absolutely amazed and astounded by the way he preached and the wisdom that came forth from the word. So in their heart, they knew God had sent him. They knew there are something so special, you know, that, that, that is from God. But they allowed unnecessary thoughts to come into their life because they recognized, hey, he is the son of uh, Joseph. He is the carpenter, right? Uh, or, or he was the carpenter. So the next words is say, they begin to say, isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James and Joseph, Judas and Simon and his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. They took offense at him. What's the reason? You see, people will want to frame us, will want to uh, uh, put us in a box and say, hey, this is all you can do. You know, you're not supposed to do great things. You're not supposed to be this or that. You, you, you are just a carpenter. You, we know you. You know, that's, that's what you should be. And there are people who get offended, you know, if, if uh, the true apostles of God came. And, and they want to put them in a box and say, oh, no, you, you, you are just a believer. You are just a brother. You are just a pastor. That's it. And they get offended if they were to uh, uh, be recognized as an apostle. So, uh, so these people were distracted uh, by what they, they know about Jesus, his family, his upbringing. Bringing. And uh, Jesus began to comment in the next verse. Jesus said to them, Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house is a prophet without honor. Let me read that again. Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house is a prophet without honor. You see, it's important that we 
recognize the the man of God, the servant of God, without being distracted by what they are not. Okay, Jesus in this case, he's the son of God. Of course, he never sinned. But they, they know him too well, right? And especially, Jesus said, not just in his hometown, especially among his relatives, in his own household. You see, the brothers of Jesus, they also do not recognize Jesus as the Son of God, as the servant of God, as the apostle. They, they question him. And, and because they are too familiar, they grew up together. Maybe when they are young, they fight with each other. And uh, so they know him so well. So the brothers of Jesus, in the house of, of Jesus, they did not at that time recognize that he is a prophet. Even though at this time, they know there are something special about him. And uh, let's continue to read verse 5. Jesus could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at the lack of faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. So, very important that we do not be distracted by what people are not. Okay, uh, especially when we know them, when we live with them, when they're in your family, be very careful. Because God could be using them. God could have chosen them to be apostles, to be prophets. And because of familiarity, you reject them, you reject the word that God has given to them for you. And as a result, there's no miracles taking place. There's no change. There's no transformation in your life, which God wants to give to you through them. Right? Uh, so, the reason is there is not enough honor given to Jesus. Right? Jesus said, he's not honored in his hometown. So we need to honor the prophets, we need to honor the apostles, we need to honor the man of God whom God has chosen and uh, used to, to want to release his grace to us. So when we doubt the person, we will not have faith we will not receive what they say. So that's why Jesus was absolutely amazed at their lack of faith. At their lack of faith. And judging from what uh, Jesus was saying, you know, in his hometown, Nazareth, may not be a very, very big town, you know, just like in this place where this one, know that person, related to that person, and so on and so on. So all these people who, who came in a synagogue, somehow they know somebody, somehow they are related to somebody or related to, to, to the family of Joseph or Mary, or Mary and, and so on. 
And uh, so familiarity causes them to reject Jesus as the prophet, as the man sent by God. And as a result, even Jesus, even Jesus, the one who can do all things, even Jesus cannot do miracles there. Just heal some, some sick people, you know, the, the, the little, little miracles, the little things. Jesus could not do anything. So that, let's, let us take, take note and be warned and, 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 and learn the lesson to honor those God has sent in our midst, especially you know them so well, especially you, you probably know some of their weaknesses, right? But do not be distracted by what they are not. See what God has, uh, uh, the purpose of God in their life, what God has called them. So that's why you've got to recognize your apostles, your uh, prophets. Otherwise, you lose the reward. Jesus in Luke 4, verse 24, it, it goes on to say, I tell you the truth, no prophet, he said no prophet is accepted in his hometown. No prophet. Can you see the common problem that we have? Because of familiarity. Because we think we know the person. And then that distracts us. Even though we, we see you know, they were amazed at his wisdom. They were amazed at the authority. And they also know what he has done in other places. But they did not give him the honor. And as a result, they lose the grace, lose the miracles that God could have and Jesus want to do in his hometown, especially to his people. How sad it is. So I hope we, we would not fall into this familiar problem, right? You know, sometimes it's very difficult to, to honor the pastors who have been there for a long, long time, isn't it? Right? Because they're too familiar. And then when some guys come in, we say, oh, so great, so great. You know, we can receive. But if pastor's preaching, sometimes we feel that, oh, he knows me, he's talking about me. We took offense rather than recognize this is the word of God. This is what God is saying to, uh, through him to me because of the grace that God wants to uh, release to me. Okay. Matthew 10, 40 and 41. He who receives you, receives me. He who receives me, receives the one who sent me. Anyone who receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man because he's a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. So you see, if you receive the prophet, you will receive a prophet's reward. The grace that God has prepared for you through that prophet will be able to be imparted into your life. But otherwise, you're going to lose that. So when we recognize our apostle, we will receive the apostle's reward. What is the apostle's reward? The apostle helped us to lay a solid foundation in Christ Jesus, the chief cornerstone, so that our life will not be shaken. That's the apostle's reward. The apostles draw us so that we know God better, so that we 
can see the big plan and purpose of God so that we can live purposefully. The apostles help us to enter into the fullness of God so that the gifting that God has given to us can be used and, 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 and develop and minister. The apostles help us to know how to inherit the kingdom that is prepared for us. You see, that's the apostles' reward. So when we recognize our apostle, and this is what the apostles' ministry is about, it will be able to uh, help us to enter into what God has for us. So the grace that comes through our apostles, Ephesians 3 verse 2 again, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. So there is a grace that God wants to minister through our apostle to us. And uh, I want you to look into this story that Jesus told in Luke 4, verse 25. He said, I assured, I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time. When the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there were a severe famine throughout the land, yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. So we, uh, we see that uh, there is a prophet in the nation of Israel. And there were many widows, yet they, the prophet was not sent to the widows in Israel. Why is that? You know, at this time, the nation were judged because they worship Baal. They have turned away from God. It's because of their attitude. It's because of their heart that they are going through this suffering. But God has a prophet in the land. They could have received the grace of God if they recognized the prophet. But they reject the prophet. And so Elijah was sent to a widow in Zarephath, in Sidon. Uh, yeah, in Sidon or, or, or Lebanon today. And uh, when Elijah went. Let's continue reading. Uh, go back to 1 Kings to see what happened. 1 Kings 17, verse 9. God told Elijah, Go to at once to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. You see, God has already commanded, he told Elijah, he's already commanded the widow to supply the needs of the prophet. So in other words, God is going to bless this widow. God is going to cause supply to come into the widow's 
family so that she can supply the needs of the prophet. But how can this widow enter into this grace, enter this uh, blessing in the midst of drought, in the midst of famine? It came through the prophet Elijah. Okay, so unless this widow is able to receive the prophet, she will not enter into this grace. She will not enter into uh, this blessing. Even though God has commanded her, but she did not hear directly. She can only hear through the mouth of the prophets. And then verse 12, this widow responded, As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. You see, when the prophet spoke, the prophet stretches her to do what she could not do naturally. You know what she said? I don't have any bread. I don't have any bread. See, so the prophet came with a word that stretches her. So when God speaks to his prophets, when God speaks to his apostles, it could be words that really stretches us, really take us beyond our human Limitation. So unless we receive the prophets, unless we receive the, the, the apostles, we are not going to do it. We are, we're going to stay and say, I cannot. I don't have. So that's why a lot of people always respond in this way because they did not recognize the apostles. They did not recognize the prophets. And they miss out the grace of God. And... Let's carry on. Verse 13, Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small cake of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jar of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain on the land. So, the prophet Elijah met this woman and the first thing he asked the woman is, go and bring me some water. You see, water is so precious at this time because there is a drought, right? And there's no water or lack of water. And there is a famine. There is no food. But yet the prophet demanded or, or commanded this woman to go and bring what is so scarce, what is so precious at this time that the woman doesn't even have. And if you are that woman, what do you think? If you hear the word of God being preached and it demands so much from you. Can you see? Very often we reject it. We do not want to accept it. Right? But this woman received Elijah as a prophet, even though it's the first time probably uh, they met. 
So we got to overcome that fear that is in our heart. A lot of people, when they heard about apostle, immediately they freak out. They thought, "Oh, wrong teaching, false prophet." You know, today we don't have such thing, and they're so afraid of the word apostles. Even though they 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 made it when they listen to the preaching of the apostles, the preaching could be just just exactly what the word of God is saying. But then when they hear this apostle, they they freak out. They thought, oh, you know, here is somebody to, who who is trying to to exalt themselves and 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 so on. So this woman was afraid. Elijah said to her, "Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Go home, and do as you uh, do as uh, you have said. First, make a small cake of bread for me, and then bring it, and then also you have something for yourself." So we we are afraid that that we are being deceived and being done with because of certain certain phrase, okay, uh, that that we are not familiar. So so you have to overcome that fear and recognize that in this day and this age, God has God is administering His grace to the apostles and prophets, and and so we need to recognize and so that we can receive the grace. From then, so this woman obeyed, and uh, uh, verse fifteen of First Kings seventeen, she went away and did as Elijah had told her. So, so there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family, for the jug, uh, jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. So this woman received the prophet, and she got the prophet's reward. Can you imagine the grace that God has given to her for three and a half years throughout the drought uh, season? I wouldn't say season throughout that three and a half years. Can you imagine the blessing because she received a prophet? So Jesus told this this story to remind us that. There is, he is the prophet sent to them, and because they reject him, they miss the grace of God. Even though he was sent to the nation of Israel, and so we we want to know what God is doing, and we want to recognize the prophets, the apostles that God has given to us for 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 us, for our good, to release the grace of God. Into our life through them and through their, the word that they have spoken, so that we can respond, we can act on it, and when we act on it, just like this widow, not just listening, when we act on it, the grace of God was released into our life. So, uh, this is what I want to share with you this evening. It's important that we recognize our apostle, that God has. Given to us, right, and 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 so that we can receive that grace, so that we can honor, give honor to the prophet, to the man that God has uh, given to us, so that we can receive the grace that God is uh, is uh, giving to us through them.
through the revelation that, that, that comes into their life. So I pray that we will recognize our apostles and able to receive the grace of God. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the gifting that you have given to us in the church, apostles, prophets, and so on, so that we can receive the different graces that you have given to them for us so that we can recognize how you administer this grace so that we can receive them as you would have us to receive. And Father, I pray that the grace of God will abound in our life through your word, through your servants that you have sent to us so that we can truly establish our life on Christ Jesus, the chief cornerstone. Bless us, we pray. Build your church. Establish that holy, uh, that spiritual temple so that our life will not be shaken. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.